Hi, I'm John Smith. Welcome to Kingdom Real. Thank you for joining us for part two of The Weight of Ministry with our guest, J.R. Pittman. Because God was reminding me who I was and who he was, but who I was in him and my calling Mm -hmm. as an heir to his throne, as a son of God, a son of man. Come on, man. This is deep, right? It is. It's huge. So so here's the thing. It was interesting how I presented to you my mission statement. And then you tweaked a little bit <laughs> for me, right? And, and then, but that was just about the Holy Spirit. Uh, absolutely. But my my mission mm-hmm. right now, personal right now, and I made a lot of mission statements in those years of ministry, is to ignite people by maximizing every opportunity to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. That's who I am. That's what pumps me up. And I'm going forth, brother. All right. That's 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 it. That's it. That's good. And 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 if and you like you said it it fits like you uh, like that's perfect like it's a you. glove like, yeah, yeah 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 like an old slipper and a well worn glove just fits oh my right gracious and and I'm telling that's you that's so good could you say that again yeah yeah absolutely it says my my mission my personal mission is to ignite people by maximizing every opportunity to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ like you did when you were five or six yes. Going around the neighborhood. Going around the neighborhood. And actually led a lady to Christ. Yes. And you gave your parents the same thing Jesus gave his. Yes. Where's our son? Yes. <laughs> About his father's business. And now that's getting ignited back in you again. I remember when I went to camp and I was, I was working in a, on staff. I was, uh, uh, I was volunteering staff for the camp, boys mm-hmm. camp. Yeah. Camp Kostatoa, brigade camp, right? Okay. And I, I was on service crew. And Cap Green, who uh, the late Cap Green, he did he he made us make a timeline, mm. and it was a huge scroll, right? Okay. I finished it. All took me all summer to finish it. I came home, and I used that through my years of high school to lead my friends to the Lord. So my parents would come home, see the scroll on the living room floor, and me witnessing to my friends. There's a passage in Ephesians 4, verse 11, yeah. where it describes five kind of ministry gifts and so on. I know what you know what they are. Yeah. And which of those five, or all five, are true about All five. Because I, I, I carry... Don't you list them, just so some yeah. people might not... Yeah, no, no. He's yeah. Called, he, he, the Bible says he's called some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastor slash teachers and if you now the pastor to me because there's no and in greek pastor teacher goes together to me so i don't know people say it's a fivefold it's sevenfold i'm like oh whatever yeah anyway i'm not here to argue that i'm just here to say i know which one i am (laughs) (laughs) but you're actually both you're a pastor and a teacher i am a pastor and teacher and um and, uh, and evangelism is my is like my first love yeah but i will say this I am apostolic too, mm-hmm. and that's where God has me right now. Yeah, and you start things. Yeah, I start a lot of things. Because I'm a pioneer. Yeah. And you can be rather prophetic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get, I can get fired up there too. <laughs> <laughs> 
good. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the thing is for me, though, um, uh, I always have to come, I have to remember to come back to, the Bible says in uh, Proverbs fifteen twenty two. it says, plans fail for the lack of, lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. We have to remember that it is imperative for us to have filters in our life, to have mentors. And let me just say this. I say it again. Mentors, not disciple makers. These are mentors. These are people I call that's the second brother. Okay. okay? The first brother is discipleship. Mm-hmm. And discipleship is what my parents did. It's what, okay. it's, it's what some other men did who saw me every day. Okay, mm-hmm. you can't you see when Jesus when it says Jesus made disciples, he was with them every day. Yeah. So you can't if you're going to make disciples, you got to make disciples where you see people every, every day. day. Okay, mm-hmm. see that's the concept, and that's what people don't well, understand. People miss that. No, because so the church right, the church is very good at mentoring, not discipling. The church is not called a disciple. The people are called a disciple. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the difference. That's the difference. But we have it all mixed up. Wow. So the church can, see, you can meet someone once a week, twice a week, once a month, bi-weekly, whatever. That's mentoring, mm-hmm. okay? But discipling is what Jesus did. Your kids are first. See, your kids, you see them every day. A teacher can make a disciple. An employer can make a disciple. You see people what? Every, every day. day. A coach can make a disciple. He sees his players every, every day. day. Wow. See, that's the difference. So who are the people that you see every day that God says make disciples? Now you're now you're going to be talking persecution. Mm. Now you're going to be talking hard stuff mm-hmm. because you got to hold them accountable in their lifestyle and how they live and how they okay. go about life. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? No, yeah. and that's the difference. The Bible says we're called to equip and encourage. That's the local church. Equip them, mm-hmm. right? And encourage. Mm-hmm. Now that falls under prayer and everything else. Sure. But the church has to stay focused to equip the body. Now, after you equip, go make disciples. See the difference? Yeah. See, that's where we are. I don't know. That, that's just deep to me. It is. That's just deep to me. And I, and I pray we can shift the paradigm mm. because we've been institutionalized. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have. And this COVID, the, the COVID-19 has forced the church to be uninstitutionalized. Mm. Tell me more about that. Well, I think I think for me, it's it's it's... God is forcing the church to get out of the walls. And we and, and that's what COVID has done. Hmm. But I think God has exposed some things. I think he has exposed biblical illiteracy because a lot of people don't know the word. I think he's exposed idolatry because people, this is really due to me, people, um, have, idolatry, in other words, this the, you, you worship these things rather than the ever-living God. Yeah. And let me just say what this is. Entertaining worship is an idolatry. Because if you don't know God's word, hello, if you don't know how to abide in God's word, if you don't know how to, if you don't know how to worship at home and get with God, mm. then that's a wrap. And that's what a lot of pastors have discovered is the illiteracy, the biblical illiteracy of the church, how they don't know the word mm. and they don't know how to study the word. See, we've entertained, but we haven't truly equipped. Wow. That makes sense. It does, and I hope that rings a bell. I'm trying yeah. to bring, and there's simplicity. I, I bring. I don't know. I have a gift of bringing simplicity. Yeah, and profound that's, simplicity. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that that's kind of what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the work God's calling me to to really engage in is to get the church back to equipping. And I have the gift of encouragement, but mm-hmm. encouragement means to build them up. 
right? Sure. And we got to do that with love, grace, and truth. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. It is. It takes time. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to get the church built up again? I think some of us need to pull back on worship, the praise and worship, and get back into the word. See, this is deep. We don't take church that seriously like that. But you know, they, we used to do this when we were young, though. We walked away from traditions that kept us grounded in the word. Like Sunday school. Hmm, tell me more about that. Because of Sunday school, listen to the word school. Take attendance. Did you learn your memory verse? See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's deep stuff. And it kept us what? Grounded. Yeah. Kept us in the word. Kept us studying. Kept us knowledgeable. And eventually, it became a personal relationship. Hmm. It did become... We, we, I, I'm not a fundamentalist. But I am one to say, hey, do you know God's word? Right. Because only through the Holy Spirit, after God's word is spoken, does he move. We hope you enjoyed part two of The Weight of Ministry with our guest, J.R. Pittman. Please tune in on Friday for the conclusion of his story.